Hey there, you're listening to The Simple Home, a podcast for the modern mom looking for a slower pace, a life with less stuff, less to do, and more time for what really matters. Living simply is more than just getting rid of clutter. It's about letting go of expectations to create a life of intention. Motherhood is the ultimate Groundhog Day experience, where much of every day is spent on the logistical stuff necessary to keep everyone alive so you can wake up and do it again the next day. You don't need just one more thing. You need easier ways to manage the constant cleaning and feeding, the overwhelming clutter, the never-ending to-do list. I wish I could hire you a personal chef, a nanny, a housekeeper, and a personal finance guru, but I can't. What I can do is support you in your journey of letting go of all expectations and taking life at a slower pace. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast today. Well, hello there. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna, and today we are going to talk about designing a home and life you love. So we're going to look into the new year and talk about some ways that you can design the life that you really want to live as you start this new decade. So I'm really excited that you're here. Can't wait to go on this journey with you in 2020. And hopefully you are setting some goals or intentions for the year or just reflecting on how your year went this year and deciding where you want to go next year. So we'll talk about that just a little bit. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have a decluttering challenge. For those of you who want to start off the new year just um, free and clear of all the excess in your house and you want a little jump start on it, some easy ways to get going, I have a five-day email challenge. It's completely free to sign up for. You can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash decluttering challenge to get signed up for that. And you'll get an email with a little audio from me each day to help you get started. So you can start the new year fresh with less stuff in your space. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this topic. Now, I called it designing a home and life you love because I think that minimalism or living with less or simpler living is really all about kind of accepting the life you're living right now and owning the items that allow you to be present in that life. So for example, um, when we talk about clothes and the clothes that we have in our closet, if you're holding on to clothes that don't fit you right now in hopes that you will fit into them again one day, you may want to look at getting rid of some of those clothes and purchasing clothes that make you feel good right now and being present in the life that you're living right now, not the life that you're hoping to live Um, because sometimes that holds us back from really enjoying what's going on right now. Another area that sometimes this happens with is when we hold on to items that hold negative memories for us, and every day we see those items, they just make us feel bad or sad or guilty or whatever it might be, give yourself permission to let go of some of those items as well. So I think that minimalism is more than just purging our physical items. It's really a mindset shift into only allowing items into our life that bring us joy, make us feel good, and help us create this home and this life that we really want to live. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And of course, I want to start this off with the topic of setting goals or resolutions or whatever you want to call them as we start the new year. Many of us start with 
with goals in mind. Now, sometimes we also get to the end of the year and we realize all the goals that we set for ourselves that we never achieved or maybe even forgot about (laughs) right in the beginning of the year. So I encourage you, one, not to set too many goals and two, not to just have them be ambiguous goals, but more specific and to the point and also write them down so that you don't let them just get lost in your mind, your wonderings, and you actually write them down and look at them each day and have a place for those so that you can achieve them if you want to. Now, when we talk about goals, one thing that I want you to be really purposeful about is to set goals around things that you want to achieve rather than things you want to change. And so what I mean by that is, for instance, let's say you really want to be healthier this year or you want to lose weight. Rather than setting a goal, say that you want to lose 50 pounds or 25 pounds or whatever it might be, Rather than setting that goal for yourself that you want to change your body by 25 pounds, maybe instead you set a goal that you want to be able to run one mile, or you want to work out three days a week, or you want to be able to hike a 14er, or whatever it might be. What is the end goal? Why do you want to lose those 25 pounds or 50 pounds? Set that as your goal instead of the actual weight. Because a lot of times what happens is we set this goal around what we want to change about ourselves and it's depressing a little bit. It sets us off on this um, this space where we already kind of feel bad about ourselves rather than setting a goal that you really want to achieve, something you want to do that gets you excited and ready to try to accomplish that goal. And in doing so, you're going to get healthier, you're going to lose some weight. You're going to want to eat healthier so you can achieve that goal. So rather than setting goals around things that you want to change, I'd like you to set goals around things you want to achieve. So be thinking of that as you are designing this home and this life you love for this new decade in 2020, I want you to think about the things you really want to achieve. Now, remember I was saying, don't set too many goals. Sometimes we're really ambitious on January 1st, which causes us to fail by January 15th, and then we're just right back where we started. So choose something you want to focus on and really go all in. And maybe that means you choose just one goal for maybe the first quarter of the year and then reassess. And if you have room to set another goal, then set another goal. Or set one goal for each area of your life, one goal for your personal life, one goal for your health, one goal maybe for your finances, and one goal for your business, or something like that. Those are just ideas. You think about areas in your life that are really important to you. Maybe there's a goal you want to set for yourself in your faith life, and maybe you want to go to church every week, or you want to read the whole Bible, or whatever it might be. So think about different areas of your life and just try to set one goal for each area. Now, if you're finding that you have 10 different goals because you segmented your life into 10 different areas, you may not want to set one goal (laughs) for every one of them. You might want to set a couple goals for the first quarter and then move on to the second quarter and choose some new goals. So setting goals, I think, is very, very important for deciding where you want to go. But it also um, leaves you kind of stuck sometimes and feeling like if you don't achieve those goals, then you're a failure. And so another 
thing I want you to think about as you are designing this home and life you love and looking into the new year is to keep the door open for God to work his magic. Because sometimes we set these goals for ourselves, but God leads us a totally different way. And if we're not willing to shift a little bit as the year goes on, then we might miss out on something truly amazing. Now, for example, there is no way at the beginning of 2019, I would have thought that I had a podcast and this was the direction I would have gone and had this wonderful community that you guys have all become. And so had I not left that door open and just kind of moved on some of those feelings inside that I really wanted to do this towards the middle of the year, that wouldn't have happened this year. And it's just been such an amazing part of my life now. And so I'm so glad this is the way I've gone, but I didn't set that goal in the beginning of the year. And so if I didn't leave that door open for God to move me, if he wanted to, or just listen to those voices inside of you, if you're working towards a goal and something else is coming up or you're kind of pulled in another direction, it's okay to try that out. It doesn't mean that you failed. It means that maybe you've shifted just a little bit. Now, don't let that be an excuse though. Don't let it be an excuse that, um, well, this is too hard and I'm gonna give up because it must mean that I'm not supposed to do it. Remember, things that are hard are usually the things that give the best rewards and we have to work through them and all of that. So don't let it be an excuse. Just remember to keep the door open throughout the year for whatever might be in store for you because you really can't imagine as good of a life as God has created for you and you have to just be willing to listen and follow those voices inside of you. So Keep that in mind as you are setting goals and designing your life for this next year. Now, the third piece of this that I really want us to put a lot of focus on is developing a mindset of enough. Now, this is something that the more I get rid of stuff, the more I am able to really appreciate how much I already have. I was at church on Sunday and the pastor showed this amazing commercial and I have not seen it on TV. I'm going to try to YouTube it and if I find it, I will link it in the show notes for this episode, which will be at homewithkids.com forward slash episode 34. So you've got to see this video because it's all about being joyful about what we already have and it's Christmas morning and everybody wakes up and everything they own pretty much is wrapped in like your shoes and his car and his briefcase and just the fact that he has a job and he has a car and you know they have food on the table and all these things they're wrapped like presents and it just shows how we already have so many blessings in our life so many things in our life and if we can develop that mindset and look around us and feel like wow we really have enough it keeps us from bringing more things into our life it makes us more able to share our blessings with other people. We're more willing to freely give because we know that we have enough. And so as you're designing this home and life you love and you're looking into 2020, just be mindful of that, looking around your home and seeing what you already have. Now, I know that there are listeners out there who are going through something really, really hard or struggling with debt or you know, whatever it might be, we all have these big struggles as well. But if you look really closely, we also 
have enough of most things. And so if you can develop this mindset and really try to remind yourself that we have enough right where we are, our home is enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. The meals that we feed our kids are enough. They don't have to be gourmet meals. Our house is clean enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. All of these different things, you know, we we struggle to reach this perfection level when we look at social media or we talk to our friends that are moms and they tell us all the things they're doing with their kids or different accomplishments their kids have had and we start to feel like we aren't enough as moms or we aren't providing enough or what we're giving our kids is enough and all these things and I just want you to remember that you are enough and your house is enough and the things that you own are enough and if we can if we can really internalize that mindset I think you're going to go so much farther in creating goals and finding joy in this new year so That's the third piece I really want you to think about as you go into the new year. The fourth thing, as you are looking around your house or um, setting these resolutions and goals for yourself, I want you to pay close attention to the voice inside of your head. So I read a statistic the other day that the voice that we believe the most is our own voice. So the voice that we are speaking to ourselves is the voice that we believe the most. But 80% of the time, most of us are speaking negatively to ourselves. So eight out of 10 things that we say to ourselves is something negative. I can't do this. This is too hard for me. I don't look good in this shirt. My body weight should, I should be skinnier after my babies. All of these things we're telling ourselves are negative and we believe it because we believe our voice more than anybody else's in the whole world. So as you are creating a life for yourself in 2020 and looking back even on 2019 and reflecting, I want you to give yourself a positive voice because you're going to believe it. And the more that we can train our minds to say positive things to ourselves, to cheer ourselves on and um, just find you know, the positive qualities in us and all the amazing things that we did accomplish, even if we haven't accomplished everything we want to, the better off we are to set ourselves up for success for the next year. So keep that in mind as you're going into this year, as you're reflecting on this past year, tell yourself over and over and over all the amazing things that you did accomplish. Even if they're teeny tiny, tell them to yourself. Even if maybe you lost one pound and you wanted to lose 10, but you did it and you lost that one pound and you're psyched to go into the new year, then give yourself credit for that. Give yourself credit for all the things that you did accomplish. Um, Sometimes it's hard as moms, especially at the end of the day. Now, I was talking to my husband the other day and I told him, I feel like lately by about 11 o'clock in the morning or noon, I am spent and I don't know why I'm, my patience has run thin. Our youngest is um, a little bit strong-willed, <laughs> to say the least, and he pushes and pushes and pushes, and I dropped my other two kids off at school, and I've realized that that has become a very um, hard thing for me by like the middle of the day, but it's a lot of it has been because I'm telling myself these things in my head. As his behavior is happening, I'm repeatedly telling myself, why I can't do this, this is so hard for me, and all of these these negative things. And so I've had to kind of shift my mindset to get 
around that. And, and that's just a little example, but I know as moms, we struggle with all these things day to day. And it's just important that you are telling yourself really positive things, because if you're not telling yourself positive things, um, and you're constantly feeding that negativity in your brain, then you are going to be drained by middle of the day, no matter what those negative thoughts are. So keep that in mind as you're going into the new year. I think it's super important that besides having goals, this is maybe like above all else, just reminding yourself to say positive things every single day. Now, a lot of us often make goals around money or finances, getting out of debt, saving a certain amount of money, using our money for X, Y, and Z, whatever it might be. And so another thing I'm going to encourage you to do as you are thinking about your goals and thinking about 2020 is to try a no-spend month. Now, if that sounds totally scary to you, Try a week or two, but I really encourage you to go for the whole month. And I would do this right at the beginning of the year. Maybe it's January, maybe it's February, but do it right at the beginning of the year. And the reason I say this is because when you decide that you're not going to spend any money for the month, now that doesn't mean like groceries, like go grocery shopping, get the food that you need. Um, but really think about it when you're at the grocery store, if you're buying extra things, maybe choose for that month to order online so that you're not tempted to buy those um, afterthought type items so that you're really only spending on what you need, but you're not going to go buy coffee. You're not going to go out to eat. You're not going to go to Target and search through the dollar bins or look on the clearance racks, all of those things. Choose a no spend month. Um, my family's going to do it in January because it just sets us up for understanding where our money is going to. Um, a lot of times when we do this, I realize like I really like iced tea and so I'll swing through and get an iced tea and I realize, you know, I don't really need that iced tea for sure. I can make it at home or whatever it is, but sometimes I go to get that because I'm kind of like, oh man, I really deserve this because the morning's been really hard or I deserve this because... X, Y, and Z happened and I'm so excited about it. I should go celebrate with this. And we're spending money on those sorts of things. The other thing that happens is you see where you're spending too much money. Um, a lot of times it's entertainment. And so if you stop doing those extra things, you realize how often you do them and you learn new things to do. So your weekends at first might feel really boring if you're used to going out, going out to eat or going to a movie or whatever it might be taking your kids to places that you have to pay for, like amusement parks or play places. And so you have to rethink how you're going to spend your time, which is really, really valuable. It sets you up for understanding your children more. Kids really do need to be bored sometimes to learn how to play independently and learn um, their interests and just get really creative. And so if you allow yourself to be bored, you allow your kids to be bored and you kind of work through some of that, you're going to find huge benefits for the whole year. So I encourage you to do this as you are setting goals for yourself. And maybe even before you set your actual goals, go ahead and do a no spend month and then set some financial goals. Cause you'll see how much money you truly can save or get away with. And then you can also set some goals for the time that you use. Maybe you want to read a certain amount of books, but 
before you were entertaining yourself all weekend and now you have some extra time because you've realized that when you don't spend as much money, you have more time at home or whatever it might be. Just try to do a no spend month and I think you are going to get huge benefits out of that as you look to this new year and what kind of goals you want to set for yourself. And last but not least comes the part of decluttering and organizing and really getting rid of excess. And when I talk about excess, I don't just mean your physical clutter, but I also mean the clutter that's lingering on your schedule that you may want to let go of for the new year. So as you think about what kind of life you really want to live, if you want to spend more time outside with your kids, Maybe you set a goal around decreasing your TV time, or maybe you get rid of your TV for the first couple months or even the whole year, or maybe you can drop cable and just have Netflix and do movie nights or whatever it might be. Think about how these excess items on our schedules, the amount of activities our kids are in or the amount of TV we're watching or iPad time or whatever it might be, look at your schedule and see where you can cut back to add some things that you truly want to do this year as a family or individually or whatever it might be. And then think about the excess stuff all around you in your house. If you're not sure where to start, if that feels totally overwhelming to you and you're thinking, man, I would love to have a clutter-free house, but I'm looking around and I just have no idea where to get started, make sure to join us for the decluttering challenge, which is at homewithkids.com forward slash decluttering challenge. It's totally free. You'll get about five emails from me with audios on how to get started. Um, But truly, anywhere you start is going to give you some momentum to keep going. So oftentimes I'll say just choose one area in your home, somewhere you spend a lot of time and just get rid of 10 items and see how that feels and then get rid of 10 more. Or if you're in the middle of this process, because it's like an onion, you're peeling layers all the time and you just continue until you get to a point where you feel really good. And then of course, new stuff comes in and sometimes you have to go through the process again. The first time's always the hardest, but you will continue to peel that onion as you go. I mean, there's still areas in my home where I look at it and I'm like, oh man, I was keeping these things, but I really don't need them. And then I'm able to to get rid of them. And so just get started. And if you're kind of in the middle or you've hit some roadblocks with harder things, just get started again. Choose 10 items, get rid of those and really start thinking about how you want your house to look and feel. And I'm not talking about the cleanliness of it. I'm just talking about the stuff that's on the walls and the shelves and how you have it functioning. So if you have a room that's designed to get, maybe it's your office and it's just to get work done, but there's stuff all over the walls and you're always getting pulled in different directions, Maybe you can get rid of some of those things that make it a calming space where you can really get your work done. Or maybe it's a play space for your kids, but there's toys everywhere and your kids never want to play in there. They always bring the toys out to the living room and that's frustrating you. Go in there with your kids, watch them play and see which toys they actually play with and box up everything else. You don't have to get rid of it right away if you're nervous about that, but box it up and see if... If that's helpful to them, if they only have a few things to choose from, oftentimes there's just too much going on and you'll notice your kids don't even want to be in there, which then drives you crazy because you've developed that space just for them. So 
Think about how you want each room to feel and what the purpose is for those rooms as you're thinking about how you're going to get rid of clutter and organize your things and just set up some systems for success. So I hope, I know that those are all kinds of different ideas as you go into the new year, but I think it's so important to look past just the goals that we set because there's so much that goes into that. We cannot be successful if we feel really stressed and overwhelmed either every single day. And so getting rid of some of the excess stuff on your schedules and in your space is going to help you achieve those goals that you want. Now remember, when you're setting goals, please think about what you want to achieve not just things you want to change about yourself. It gets us excited when we think about things that we can achieve and it kind of puts us down and gives us a negative spin when we think about things that we have to change about ourselves. So think about that as you're going and then remember to work on that enough mindset. Work on looking around and being grateful and content with what you already own and what you're already doing, what you've already accomplished and the things that you've already done so that you can move forward and not get stuck with feeling like a failure or feeling like you just don't have what you need or what you most desire. Look around and be content with what you already have because just getting more stuff or doing more or accomplishing something new isn't going to make you a hundred times happier. If you can't be content with where you are right now, chances are you're not going to be content even if you hit those goals that you've set for yourself. You're just going to be continuing to strive for something new. So find contentment and be able to live in the present right now and be grateful for what you have. And then when you get to that next goal, make sure to celebrate that and be content right there before you have to move on to the next best thing. And remember as you're doing all of these things to be positive with yourself. Cheer yourself on, say positive things inside your head. Don't let the negativity take over. Remember 80% of what we say to ourselves is usually negative. It's just a horrible thing to think that we say eight out of 10 things we say to ourselves is negative. We would never do that to a friend or a family member. So don't do it to yourself. Take care of yourself, say positive things. And keep your door open for God to work whatever magic he has planned for 2020 for you. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope that this was encouraging as you go into the new year. Now, if you're listening to this in real time, it was Christmas yesterday. So Merry, Merry Christmas to you and your family. And next week will be New Year's. And so next week, I'm going to take a week completely off from the podcast be with my family and friends and just enjoy a week doing nothing for for work. But I will be back the following week with a brand new episode and I hope that you enjoy a week off with your family and friends too and can find some space to just do whatever you'd like to do. Remember not to make it too stressful. Don't add in things that just add extra stress. Just enjoy some downtime with family and friends whenever possible. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you join us in the decluttering challenge and you can find any link that we talked about at the show notes, which are at athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 34. Thank you so much. I will talk to you in two weeks. Happy new year. You just listened to an episode of the simple home. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I feel truly honored to be a small part of your life. Please take a moment to give a rating and write a quick review on iTunes. That will help this podcast reach more people, and I appreciate the feedback. We meet here every week, so hit subscribe so you know when the newest episode goes live. 
And for more practical tips on simplifying motherhood, visit athomewithkids.com. I can't wait to talk to you next time.